It wasn't Bosnia's either. See, I knew you were going to blame the dog already. It's <laughs> <laughs> poor things 100 miles away. <laughs> And welcome to the Lib Dem podcast. I am your host, John Potter, and with me, as always, is Richard Kemp. And it's great to be with you again, John. You can follow myself at John Potter LD, and you can follow Richard at Councillor Kemp, and you can follow everything to do with the Lib Dem pod on Instagram, Twitter, and on our Facebook page at Lib Dem Pod. If you're interested with anything we talk about, please comment below. We actually, we might not agree with you, but we always want to hear your comments. Please like us, share it around. We've been delighted with some of the, the new people who have come along. Many, many have just started listening to in the last couple of episodes. So feel free to go back and listen to any of the old ones. They're still relevant, except the ones where who's going to win between Joe and Ed. That's kind of been settled, along with the random by-election. That's kind of been settled as well, we hope. Uh, so on this episode, we're going to be talking about life as a Lib Dem. Why, why do we stay as a Lib Dem? Why are we so active when so many things have been very tough for being a Lib Dem over the last few years until recently? Why do we stay with it? So Richard, over to you. Start us off. Why are you still a Lib Dem? Well, should we start with a song? I think that'd be quite good. Oh, Let's have a little experiment I haven't warmed here. up. Do we do, how do we do this? <laughs> well, I'll do it by myself, because we, we have a, a, a very well-known football club uh, in Liverpool. Uh, and it's not called Everton, no. <laughs> it's Liverpool. We have an anthem, uh, which is very apposite for Lib Dems, or it was at one time. You'll never walk alone as you walk through the storm. Okay, sorry. It wasn't that your, your pitch was terrible or, or anything like that. It was just we can't pay for the rights. Well, Rodgers and Hammerstein, of course, and Carousel, not uh, Liverpool Football Club. Uh, but um, it did seem at one stage between about 2011 and 2015 that we were walking alone. Mm. Our membership went down to about 33,000 yeah. in the whole country. We would have the Liverpool executive, and we'd be delighted if seven people came to it. We had to really um, almost bully people to be candidates yeah. for us. We couldn't get a full list in Liverpool even when we did that. Uh, and it felt very lonely. And that was the time, I think, I started saying, why am I here? Yeah. And far more than I do now. Because yeah. we've reached the situation now. We've got 10 councillors in Liverpool. We've got more members than we've ever had before. We're on a burst. We're going to buy elections. It's a bit easy now. So yeah. It really did test me a bit back yeah. in 2011, 12. And uh, why did I stay? Well... Two reasons, uh, and we've partly talked about uh, these two. Firstly, there's nowhere else which can begin to have the same belief mix that I do. There is no other Liberal Party in this country, mm -hmm. except in Northern Ireland, of course, yeah. that's a slightly different uh, thing. <coughs> so, politically, policy-wise, where else would I go? Yeah. And secondly, it was the fact that I just about knew all the 33,000. Yeah. Because yeah. I'd known some of them a long, long time. And, and we talked about in a, our previous podcast about what we should do about new members and things like that, how, you know, there was that thin orange line mm. that stopped the Lib Dems basically going into oblivion. Yeah. Really. And, that, yeah. And, and we shouldn't... And I, I've been thinking, you know, since... 
with everything that's just happened with Brexit, with Brexit and Brecon, how fortuitous and strange fate has been for the Lib Dems. You know, what happened, survived, those eight MPs that survived that great call. And then that decision after the referendum it would, of Tim Farron to say, we are going to push for a people's vote on Brexit. Mm. And where we would be without, without that decision being made, without us suddenly having a, a cause to really fight on front mm. and that no one else was doing. I'd take it a little bit further back than that, because if you remember our first big membership surge... Cleggy's uh, speech. Cleggy's yeah. speech, yeah. yeah. And people thought, bloody hell. What have we done? What have we done? Yeah. Listen to that. Yeah. And he had articulated it, but he brought it together as such pathos, perhaps, yeah. in his resignation speech. Because uh, I've always believed, we've discussed this before, that there is a liberal tradition in this country. A lot of people aren't mm. in it, but a lot of people are. Yeah. Uh, they've taken their votes or had taken their votes somewhere else, and now they've brought them back again. And I think what happened in 2015, you're right, that was, I remember the, the, the surge in membership that happened after Nick Clegg resigned. Within hours? Well, within minutes, Nick, actually. Yeah, yeah. And it was that, OK, these people might not have been our biggest fans during coalition, but thought the electorate had given us such a kicking that actually it was probably not deserved yes. for what had happened. If, if, you, if you'd have lost 10 seats, we wouldn't have had Got, yeah, that, that, that bump. That. Yeah. yeah, so what kept me going, it was the policies, the people... And a third thing is the campaigning. Yeah. Because I believe that my city and my country desperately need Liberal Democrats yeah. running them both. And uh, I go out, we're back in my front room, and go out there and I'll meet three people yeah. who will have ideas about what we should do. And they look to us leadership even when it came down in Liverpool just Erica and I being the only group left so it's those three things yeah. and we've talked about two of them haven't we we've yeah. talked about personalities a people element who who's in and who should be we've talked about policies but political parties have to be more than just those yeah. two things uh, it has to be about this sense of family, this mm. belief. And sometimes I've been appalled, particularly as we get bigger and particularly as we get more important, that those of us who've been in elected positions have frozen the rest out. You can't yeah. be important, you're not a councillor. Yeah, Thank yeah, you, yeah. just deliver some leaflets. Yeah. And if all we do to our 30,000, is it, new members that have joined yeah, us at the beginning I was just trying to find, that's why I was uh, yeah. on my phone before, I wasn't being rude, was actually, I was trying to find the latest figure, and I think we have topped 120,000 uh, and, and a load of supporters Yeah, as, as well. well that, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, e even, I mean, the week after Joe Swinson became our leader, there was, again, a massive surge. Yes. Again, that sort of passion and clarity for, of liberalism that we've been waiting for, yeah, uh, it, it was. I did to uh, twelve emails to new members on the Thursday, and I did four more on the Sunday. Yeah. And uh, our membership secretary has been away, so there might be yeah. uh, more to come. And, and can I, I just add on something you've just said? I mean, mm. you've talked about you know putting our principles in action when you when you run a council, but also for those of you, uh, uh, and I just set up a, a Lancashire-wide kind of group because there are some areas of Lancashire where we're not strong. 
and it is and it can be a lonely old place for sometimes when you're in a smaller party yeah. a smaller group um, may not even have councillors yet but actually even if you don't run a council being a sensible voice of challenge to those that do is an invaluable task yeah. that, that we that we have to be as liberals and that's and that's, and that's how progress happens and never forget that uh, even if you have no power you can have influence yeah. by working with other people so a very simple example but a great example from our area mm. when there were only two of us in Liverpool Eric and I got wind of the fact that the Labour Party wanted to build on part of Calderstone's Park yeah. uh, we immediately started campaigning on that politically but crucially, we said there are things here we can't do. Even if we'd mm. uh, been a lot bigger, we need the, this has to be a community campaign. Yeah. So we set up the community campaign and then left it. Because yeah. we said, we'll do the politics, you do yeah. the community stuff. We work very closely together, uh, of course. And, and I think that's uh, part of Lib Dem philosophy as well. well it's actually uh, enabling communities to yeah. be stronger as well. I, I mean, this isn't... I, I say, of course, it's my ward, yeah. but it isn't really. No. Uh, the reason I'm the councillor here is that 2,850 people lent me their bit of power yeah. when they voted for me. Yeah. Uh, it is our area. Yeah. I might be better informed than most. You'd expect me to be. I'm a, I'm a councillor. I've been yeah. elected to yeah. do these things. I have access to things. But I'm not the fount of all knowledge, and I'm not the fount of all solutions either. And one thing, I, I can't remember if it was you who said it, or it was perhaps when I was at the ALD, LDC kickstart recently. You, all these new councillors, which is wonderful that we've had a whole load of new councillors yeah. elected. That you, you must remember, you are not the council council's representative to your community. You are your community's representative on the council. You are their voice. Don't just be a, a spokesperson for the council. Be their voice to to yeah. make change and do things in the community. And of course, that comes back to why we do it. So I go uh, to. Uh, group of 10. Mm. Uh, I, I, we have a WhatsApp yeah. with, with uh, first of all, for our council group. <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't say the WhatsApp. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was, I was waiting. So I, so I, so I'm I, on a number of WhatsApp so, so, groups, I, uh, actually. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> one, one for our council group tends to be a bit, what is what's on the next agenda. Yeah. Yeah. But if I was to start reading the campaign group WhatsApp, yeah. we yeah. take the piss out of each other. It's, yeah. you've done what on bloody holiday again. Yeah, you yeah, think we right. loathed each other. Yeah. But it's a lovely place where we just share. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a virtual pub, if, yeah. you, if yeah. you follow me. Uh, but why bother just having virtual pubs when you yeah. can have real, real ones? Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I think uh, a nice thing that we did a lot of in fifteen, sixteen, we don't do so much of now, partly because we're having to do other yeah. things as yeah. well, uh, is to have Lib Dem pints and yeah. Lib Dem tea parties, because not everyone's yeah. a drinker and you don't yeah. want to drink the whole time. Uh, so when we had our new members, one and I know you've done some, we just invited everyone for a drink. Yeah. Uh, nothing, no fundraising, although we did make some profit out of it because people say, oh, yeah. so I'm gonna, next we're doing another one in September, we're going to take a bucket yeah. next and, time. And, and I was speaking to a Lib Dem member from another area who says, oh, we might have a, a few wealthy donors near where we are. And I said, don't approach them like they're a coin purse that you can pilfer or something yeah. out of. Just 
talk to them. Yeah. Don't don't ask anything of them. Don't ask them if they want to do a delivery round yet or thing like yeah. that. Don't scare them away by first doing it. Let but, them let them get to like you first yeah. before you ask but, them. But that should be our approach to everyone. Yeah. Because in the past we've been so desperate and, and counsellors are, are really pushed for time. Yeah. Someone's there. We haven't got to deliver in that road. You yeah. couldn't take these two hundred yeah. first and sometimes yeah. they will, sometimes they won't. Can so, I give you a wonderful anecdote that's just happened? On. I got contacted by a member and he goes, hi, and I said, oh, hi, how are you doing? He says, it's such and such from thing. I said, oh, right, lovely. And you'd been a member for some time. And he says, look, I've, I've got to just say something. Look, I have been a member for decades and I've done nothing. And I went, oh, okay, that's fine. He says, we are in such a state as a country, I want to go out and I'll deliver your leaflets. Now, your leaflet said, can you volunteer an hour a month? And he says, I would like to do an hour a week, if that's okay. And I went, I went, I went right, I'll, I'll fire up the presses. <laughs> but, but, and that's something. So he, I, he was someone who, in his own time, yes. has come on to now actually really wants to get out. He's even talking about learning how to canvas and everything yeah, else. Yeah. Because the, at the moment, the current thing about Brexit, and he thinks it's a national emergency, has fired him up. Yeah. And has got that bug yeah. that actually. And you're telling fast he'll give you 20 quid a year. Or yeah, or that's right. Perhaps put a post um, up for you. And so but... there's, no, again, we've said this before, but everyone's different. You have, yeah. to have a, a, you have to have a bit nuanced to your approach yeah. with someone. So when I look at some of the very first Lib Dem pints, uh, I can now tell you that two of our party officers are. Uh, were at that yeah. and about the third one we had uh, one of our councillors elected last May came for the first yeah, time brilliant. Uh, and what they've done and it was partly circumstances but partly what they wanted and partly what I wanted was that they served an apprenticeship okay. so uh, would you go and help in this ward would you become an organiser in mm. this ward will you stand for election yeah uh, so it can be uh, a bit scary, but it's not scary when you've done it a couple of times. When you've been out to your tenth door knocking session, when you understand what Connect is yeah. and what it can do, and most people, as you would probably guess, can understand um, uh, Connect more than I can. Its mm. capabilities. I just use it, and other yeah. people know how to, to to do things. But you know, our, our information officer. Uh, is delighted at being able to look yeah. at uh, the figures for them, crunching yeah. numbers, uh, and I couldn't do that. I don't have the capacity, yeah. the knowledge to do it. Yeah. And if you, even if I'm, I'm very conscious as well that we talk, because I think you have elections every year, don't you? Yes. That's great. So, yeah. so, do, so do we in Preston. We have we have elections every year. And I, again, I was just talking to a, uh, from a different area where they pretty much don't they don't have an election for three years. None of this stuff we're talking about. Is dependent on elections. Absolutely. Actually, if you don't just, you, you, we have a, particularly right now, we have a moment where people are interested in the Lib Dems, we're on a bit of a crest of a rave, rave, we're on a crest of a, a rave. That's, so that's a different <laughs> well, kind of, we'll have a different kind of event. Well, yeah, that's the Lib Dem rave <laughs> being suggested. Um, well, but it probably doesn't happen in Preston. Or no, oh, man, Preston. maybe, actually. Yeah. Um, but we're, we're doing well at the moment in the Lib Dems with election success and a general level of popularity that hasn't been for a while. Yeah. Don't let that drift. Absolutely. You know, if you've not got an election for three years, it doesn't. Well, you act. Well, this is an absolute. You should still be campaigning. Well, if you want to win a derelict yeah. area in two years, yeah. you should be starting. Yeah. Now, anyway. And if it's already an area, you should never really stop canvassing. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that's right. right. 
So, uh, yeah, so Lib Dem pints, Lib Dem tea parties, uh, just informal. Uh, we go out canvassing yeah. and we don't do it every time, but we often will end up for a quick pint yeah. on the, the, the way home. Yeah. So we tend to go out reasonably early, particularly in winter, and yeah. finish at half seven. Plenty of time for a drink and on the way back. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, WhatsApp, uh, my eyes have been open to the yeah. powers of social media. Uh, you, anything time WhatsApp comes up, we have a look to see who's having a go at who. Yeah, but yeah, always yeah. In, you know, in, in a, in a in very good. nice and, way. And it's useful in, in not just for, for the banter and the kind of camaraderie of the teams, but actually when it, if you're used to that sort of communication, when it comes to an election, it becomes very, very useful as well. Mm. At, at Brecon, each of us had our own little team, kind yeah. of that way. And the best way of doing it, we had WhatsApp both on the laptop in front of me and on my phone. So yeah. anything happened, right, straight away. And yeah. so, so it has dual purposes, really. It's S perfect. S so, yeah, so, uh, it's support, it's friendliness, it's encouragement, but it, it, it's team building. Yeah. Can you go out for a drink with someone? Do you like people coming to your house for a, 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 a chat? Yeah. Uh, and, and then it, it gets back to what we were saying right at the start, of, of why did I stick in, yeah. in 2011? Because I wasn't going to let my mates down. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and so you build a team. Um, and uh, we, we had a, a Labour councillor defect to us mm. last year. And she said, I cannot tell you how different this is than the Labour Party. Mm. I used to go to meetings, I mean she was in a particularly bad part of the Liverpool Labour Party, it was quite misogynistic, foul-mouthed, yeah. uh, some of the people there. Not typical of most, I must tell you, in Liverpool, no. so I'm not trying to generalise. But even the best ones, uh, particularly with the Corbynistas in, mm. uh, they go to meetings and they dread them. Yeah. Whereas we go and we do the business, council group meeting, for example, but it's always a bit of banter, yeah. a bit of a laugh. So we do serious things, but that doesn't mean you have to take yourself seriously. And like you said, it shouldn't just be about the councillors. I think it can be very um, worrying that sometimes you see certain groups that they, they, they oh, right, there's a council group and there's a local party group. Actually, it's about both of you together. Well, it's worse when the council group think they are the local yeah, party. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, we have those few people, because we've got to have a treasurer. Yes, that's right, yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's all about, so we are definitely trying now within my patch to open up wider membership thing, and not talking about that. We've just talked a little bit about campaigning again, mm. but actually talking about just the policy and why you're a Lib Dem. You know, I didn't join the Lib Dems because of potholes. I joined because of Iraq and ID cards and yeah. 90 days detention. All these sorts of things that stirred something in me yeah. to think, actually, I've got to do something here. Yeah. Yeah. And, that's, and that's what people care about. And you, know, right, you might talk about stuff that actually you're never going to be able to action in, uh, on a local level, but yeah. actually recharging those kind of batteries on policy and everything. Yeah. It's a wonderful way to keep the team going. Well, I've, I've sent out two invitations to people to come and speak to us. One is the police commissioner for Merseyside, who yeah. was a, a Labour MP for 20 years, a Labour minister, uh, who's now left the Labour Party. I couldn't really have invited her, I think, if she had uh, still been in the Labour yeah. Party. But a very good woman 
who I could relate to personally and have done things with her when she was in the Labour Party, invited her to a, uh, we haven't quite worked it, but a pizza and a pint type session. And then I've invited the Bishop of Liverpool, who oh. hasn't yet. Uh, Jane Kennedy, the police commissioner, said she's coming and we're just sorting out diary dates. And I thought that's it because uh, I was watching something go on America. And uh, you see a little bit of it in this country, but not fortunately mm. too much. But how politics and faith yeah. have become interchangeable yeah. uh, in, in some people's mind, or even the same thing, which is even worse. So I thought, wouldn't it be interesting to have the Bishop of Liverpool, yeah. who's quite a challenging chap? Yeah, and I, I remember I was uh, I was at a few meetings in, with the Southport Lib Dems, and they are, and it doesn't have to be granted. I mean, what Richard's just talked about there are obviously fantastic people to come and have a chat. But even if you can't get a, a big guest speaker yeah. or a former MP or a member of the House of Lords, anything like that, what Southport did is they had little like kind of little hosting parties where someone would talk about an area that they yeah. cared about. Yeah. So the one example was a guy I think was a. Uh, uh, a football commentator for a for a, for I think a, a Merseyside radio station, or that, and he was talking about football and politics in the area and things like that, just as a an interesting football. Way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but also, so I yeah. can think of some of my some of my colleagues yeah. in Preston. So one of them is an education psychologist yeah. who set up her own co-op. Yeah. So you can see that's quite an interesting little yeah, story uh, yeah. that you could do, and and so each per each night could be something little interesting. Something because yeah. we're all different. I've got another chap who's a lawyer that's worked on various different things, oh. and it's uh, uh, we've got uh, uh, just joined us two police officers, yeah. uh, a former detective, chief superintendent, and a former area inspector. Yeah. Uh, so if we hadn't been having the police commissioner, but we're going to ask them to speak yeah. uh, alongside them. But if you look. Uh, what your members do, yeah. uh, what their experience is. We've got one who's a senior logistics manager with the Port of Liverpool. Wouldn't mm. that be interesting yeah. to but, talk but, more but about? They also don't have to, I, I'm very conscious, I don't want it to sound like, oh, right, yes, you, you only the highbrow people. Well, get some of no. that, you know, we have some members who, who have dealt with unemployment and redundancy yeah. and mental health issues, and actually their experiences... Yeah. It, it, it brings light to subjects that we all care about. We've uh, an another person I, who, who said she'll come, and I haven't sorted something out. Is, is someone who uh, is, runs a Friends of the Parks yes. in Walton Hall Park. Ah, right, yeah. And she's a really challenging individual. Yeah. Uh, she certainly challenges her local councillors, <laughs> uh, not me, because uh, I'm a Southender. Uh, but uh, the way she's motivated her community to do things in the park is yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. So much we could learn from yeah. that. So you're right, it doesn't have to be a professor. No, and we, we got a guy actually, from, because again, taking on this sort of idea, we got a chap who um, who basically is in charge of some of uh, Heritage England's oh, uh, yeah. kind of landscaping and tree conservation yeah. and stuff like that. And just to give us a brief, because we've got quite a few new members who are very into green issues and particularly about urban green spaces and improving trees. And so he had a a whole kind of chat with us, yeah. all about how trees and how they work, which are the best ones for urban areas, examples where they work, yeah. where examples where they don't. Yeah. And this was just a, a little kind of half an hour, 45 yeah. minute little session. And it was fascinating. And now we're taking stuff from that yeah. 
into a policy document to hopefully... And then you put it in focus, I would guess. Focus it and think about a manifesto for the budgets and everything else. um, I have a similar example to that. I'm talking to the Woodland Trust at the moment who are going to come for a ward walk with me to look at at the trees we've got, whether they'll last, whether they need replacing, what's special about them and where we can plant more trees. And they're delighted to do it. They've even got money to give us the trees. So all these things would be, if we just invited people around to talk about, you know, how are we going to campaign? Let's yeah. just win, bah! And you'd quickly get very bored. It's like going to a, a drill instructor constantly, but actually getting different elements of aspects of life and policy and things like that to mm. really engage with your members and you'll get some benefit out of it for your campaigning, yeah. then it's a, it's a wonderful thing. But also people like being asked, because yes. I know that the Parks campaigner yeah. has already told loads of people I'm going to talk to, I think she's tweeted. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and that also, uh, this isn't why we're doing it, but she was probably someone who was sympathetic to us yeah. anyway. Yeah. It does cement them. I mean, I'm not saying the Bishop of Liverpool is going to wear a, a Lib Dem uh, badge or the yeah. police commissioner w- yeah. will either. And we had that when we had our interview with Lisa Smart. She said she was active in a non-political campaign and then suddenly realised, went, oh, right, I, maybe I'm actually a Lib Dem. Yeah, quite. <laughs> and if, if you were being uh, clever about it, or perhaps not so clever... I, that's going to be a struggle. <laughs> yeah, you would be uh, saying, oh, how can I do this? Mm. How can I sneak up on people yeah. in a way? But actually, if you just want to do it... Yeah. I mean, I would guess that the vast majority of people who... Uh, do community stuff in this ward, mm. vote Lib Dem. Yeah. yeah. At local elections, certainly. Probably a lot of them. And, but... if, and if you're thinking of, we've talked about membership and stuff in the past, that you're thinking of, even if you're doing it on a cynical point of view, which I don't think you should, but from a very cynical point of view, these are the kind of people that will become your activists and councillors because they're already community-minded. Yeah. They already have... They've already put something in. St- they've already got a stake involved in the issue. Yeah, yeah, a- absolutely. Because the what's the old saying? If you want something done, find a busy person to do it. Because no one else has got time. Yeah. So if they're not busy people, they ain't going to be busy people for you either. Yeah, that's so right. So you've got to go for for the right people. So I mean, to me, it's all about family. Yeah. It's all about fun. Yeah. And if you think, what do you do with your own family? I think, which of those applies? So Mm. we talked about going out for a pint, going out for tea, going out for a meal. Uh, It could be very informal, go go to the park on a San Diego for a ramble. One thing we have to suggest, because the lawyers have just whispered in my ear, is that if you do get new members and new activists, do not take them on holiday. That is a, that's a big no-no, because you may do that with your family, but you are absolutely oh. not allowed. You wonder where I'd go with that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I... Uh, yeah. Although it's funny, <laughs> I'll tell you a story about two of our councillors. They're both... Well, we've got three of our councillors very interested in motorsports. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, two yeah. of them so, actually yeah. met on the circuit. Did and they? And they go out with these big jackety things yeah. that, that won't burn them or yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and so they meet uh, regularly uh, on these things. And one of the our other councillors wanted to go, and the only way they could afford it is for them all to share a tent. <laughs> so, wow. Uh, yeah, now, yeah. I can't tell you the number of yeah. rudities that have been on our <laughs> WhatsApp account about... Uh, the... Tent poles and yeah. everything. <laughs> 
Wow. Uh, no, we hadn't thought of that, but no, I shall no. use that. No, next you time. can use that. <laughs> we won't release this until no. you've had some good use of that, yeah. Uh, no, but, uh, but we can do that because we're all mates. Yeah. If yeah. I was to make, if I was to put on Twitter, you know, Councillor, I'll, I'll name them Councillor Kelly and yeah. Councillor Brown are sharing a tent. Uh, but we do it on WhatsApp and yeah. it's all a joke. Although no, we have just done it, it now on the podcast. Yeah, so, there we yeah, go. Yeah, there you go. The, the scandal so, will be over. So, uh, <laughs> Councillor Brown and Councillor Kelly, could it be just noted, are just good friends? <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm making this worse. Yeah, 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 you are. This is the point where I think we have to stop talking uh, just for the sake of our own council yeah. group and uh, unity. Uh, you know, Otherwise, you know, Change UK is having a resurgence in, <laughs> in, Preston, <laughs> in, in, Liverpool. in Preston and Liverpool. But isn't, uh, you know, the way we've approached this, I mean, I... I actually enjoy you coming here. Whether anyone actually enjoys listening yeah. to this rubbish, I enjoy talking about this yeah, uh, with and you and talking about politics and I'll, ideas. I'll, yeah, and what me and Richard are doing here is kind of a microcosm of what we want to see across the country. It's just, yeah. it's enjoyable. And, and we, have a, we have a real problem just before we start recording the podcast is we generally want to chat about the stuff that we're just about to talk about. We did agree, didn't we? Oh, right, we're just about to talk about that now. So we've got to, we have to try and keep the spontaneity <laughs> going. Yeah. Um, but no, but um, I hope you found that useful as well, everyone. Please do comment below. What kept you as a Lib Dem? What attracted you to the Lib Dems? We're, we're, we're interested to know, you as listeners, what kept you going, particularly during those dark times? I, think I, I particularly like the idea of, you know, it's at the moment, like I said, it's, it's an easy time to be a Lib Dem. But during those really tough mm. times... It's relatively when, easy. Yeah, relatively, yeah, yeah. I'm sure some of the volunteers from Brecon are still, you know, yeah. rubbing their feet, feet and yeah. stuff like that. Um, but, it, you know, it was, a, it was a, a, a tough time for the Lib Dems. And actually, if we're being brutally honest, if you look at the world today, with Putin, with Trump, mm. with Prime Minister Boris Johnson, it can be a very... It can be a time... People are scared and people want some sort of hope in their life mm. and we have to be that hope and to do that we have to be a team and be a family towards to, to, to deliver mm. on that hope. And I hope I'm the eccentric uncle. Yes. Can I assure you one thing? The typical this, are you going to row back on your tent stuff now? Is no, this no, 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 no. The typical liberal, according to the press, are men with beards and sandals. Now, you don't have to have a beard and wear Jesus sandals but to be helps. a liberal. <laughs> what are you wearing at the moment, uh, I've got some high-quality uh, <laughs> open shoes. <laughs> Sandals. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, look, look, it's been really warm <laughs> and I've been driving for a very long time today. Sometimes you just need to feel the, the air between your toes. <laughs> yeah. Well, as long as I don't have to feel the yeah, air that, between no, your yeah, toes, yeah, that's, yeah, that's all right. It. But, um, yeah, OK, no, we do, not, we do not need comments about sandals. I am very comfortable in my sandalhood. I, I, I haven't yet uh, rocked them out on a council chamber. I, I, yeah, it's just, that's not going to happen. But... Um, we are delighted that you're all listening to us. We, we do really enjoy um, making these podcasts. Please subscribe to us. Please like. Please follow. Please share Challenge. this with your friends. Challenge us as well. Oh. Absolutely. I mean, you know, to the one guy that, <laughs> that sometimes leaves us slightly naughtier comments, we, we just we, we take them off usually. <laughs> um, but, no, but we, 
we really enjoy doing these things. We'd like more people to hear it. It was wonderful. Every time we do a new episode, we get new listeners from around, mm. around the world yeah. sometimes. Can we, can we just ask if the people from Portsmouth, Ohio, They're would gonna like us to come? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. Can, yeah. <laughs> well, let's do a live session yeah, there. Yeah, we'll do a Although, live session in your uh, town hall. Uh, and we get a list of all the cities uh, and countries that are listening to the Lib Dem podcast. So Mr. Putin, I yeah, think, yeah, is the one yes. in Moscow. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Although there was one person who was listening as unknown so whoever you are or whoever's listening or whichever planet yeah we hope liberalism's catching on wherever you are as well um, but do follow richard on all his social media platforms if you don't uh, if you want to see someone who enjoys poking a labor tiger that would be absolutely richard's account uh, or follow myself as well on uh, twitter and instagram and facebook pages uh, it's been delightful to have you listen to us we enjoy seeing all your beautiful faces Uh, And we will see you next time. Well, perhaps they will see us, because are we going to try going visual as well? We are. That is one thing we're going to do. We have already set up the YouTube channel. That is now set up. Um, I've got the camera equipment ready. I just need to be in a fit enough state with no sandals on to be able to film it. And I'd have a shave as well. But you don't have to. No, absolutely (laughs) not. Um, Right, well, thank you so, so much for listening. We will be back soon. And uh, like I say, if you want to listen to all your previous Lib Dem podcasts, please do. They're all there, ready to go. So thank you very much, and thank you, Richard. It's always a pleasure, and always nice to see you in Liverpool, John. Time for tea. Indeed. Or a beer. Ooh.